Welcome to the Bringing Art and Technology Together podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Price. This year at Otronicon, I was asked to be the judge for an elementary school student film festival where the films were made by third, fourth, and fifth graders who used a programming language called Alice to create digital films. I managed to capture an interview with co-founders of the company, Kyle Christian Steele and Sarah Stack. Also joining me was another one of the judges, Bethany Borden, who is an audio engineer at a local independent game studio, Outhouse Games. One remarkable thing about this podcast is what one of the students who does not have the power of sight was be able to create with the same tools as all the other children. Her name is Addison, and her story will be played at the end of this episode. So please stick around for that. So now we're here with Kyle Steele and Sarah Stack, and you guys are the founders of a company that's called Source Code Before Six, and that literally is talking about teaching kids like how to write code before they get into sixth grade. So, uh, Sarah, tell us like a little bit about how, how did this get started? You were just giving us this great story. So I sat on the Fern Creek Elementary School Foundation board, and I knew that Kyle and a panel of presenters were presenting at an Orlando Tech meetup group on um, venture capitalism. And so I went to try to find out what that was all about. I'd never been to a tech meetup group, and to see if there are any potential partnerships or any ability to kind of look at VC dollars with a, you know, bringing those into an elementary school, if there are any potential projects that could develop from that, I didn't, didn't really know, and uh, introduced myself to Kyle afterwards, and we started talking, and things kind of, kind of spiraled since then. Great, and, and Kyle, the, the project that you guys ended up coming up with, you went into schools and you used a programming language called Alice to make short films, so tell us, like, what, what's, what's it like on day one when you go into a room full of you know, third graders and you say, we're going to make a movie? <laughs> they, they usually look at you and they say, well, what are you talking about? But, but they're excited about making the movie. Um, what they're not initially excited about is the, is the process of, of learning how to code and stuff like that. So um, our, our job is really to help them understand, like, okay, like, ex- make that process exciting. Like, that's, and that's the reason why we do it around storytelling. Um, that's a big component of it, to teach them pure coding. As we found, it's not as exciting to them. But to say, okay, well, you're going to take a story, we're going to help you write a story, and then you're going to use this program called Alice, to, where you can use these characters and things like that, and then you'll be able to turn it into an animated movie. It's very, very exciting. And then you wrap it up and you say, and then, oh, by the way, your movie will get shown at Ultronicon or in front of all these people, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. So um, that's kind of how the experience um, starts on day one. It's just really introducing them to the program and, and, and coding and storytelling. And we're here in a real movie theater during this conference. It's all about sort of video games and interactive entertainment. And then we have people that are 7, 8, 9, 10 years old that are making these things. And it, it turns out that it's obviously it's very hard to do, but they're, they're communicating things. Some of them were communicating these really subtle things where one, one film, the, the guy had a hamster, and the hamster learned how to talk, and then it almost caused a riot. Everyone wanted this hamster that could talk, and so he decides that the only thing that he can do is to take away the hamster's powers of speech, <laughs> to, like, save it from, from the rest of the world. There's, like, heavy, heavy stuff for these little kids right. to talk about. Yeah, and, and that's, 
I mean, that's the beauty of what we do is you really get to see uh, the the end result of all of that hard work. There's things like that 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 are this very creative, very visual movie that that really gives you an insight into the child's mind and and their world, and it gives them an opportunity to really express themselves. But prior to that, um, that's what this course is built on. It's built on really helping build their their potential, as we talked about in, in terms of the core areas like high level thinking, reading, literacy, math, um, confidence, and um, using storytelling and coding as a tool to be able to do that. And then as the byproduct, it's producing these very beautiful funny, uh, interesting movies. And then, last but not least, if they become interested, say, hey, you know what, I've started early enough and I've been exposed as early enough where I can start working towards um, becoming more proficient in the skill set, whether it's film or coding or front-end design, like whatever. Yeah, and finally, I think we cannot really talk about this program without mentioning the one student that you had that per- presented a particular challenge. So Sarah, do you want to give us an intro of this the story here? So Addison is one of our students at Princeton Elementary School and she is visually impaired. And in fact, she has never seen the world. Um, she was born without sight. And that presented a real challenge for us because we certainly had not anticipated having a student with um, really any impairment. So um, we did a lot of thinking about that yeah. And, yeah. and understanding, sort of trying to figure out how she might learn um, what the program would look like from her for her because we knew that it might look like a little uh, differently. Yeah, so the end result ultimately um, became, like, let's not put Addison or force Addison into our world. Um, let's, let's invite people into her world. And so um, we had to come outside of the constraints of creating a visual movie and say, and really turn into a composer. And I tell a story about where you know, I saw a composer composing um, his orchestra, directing his orchestra. And then that's when it dawned on me that Addison could gain the benefits of this course, um, learn how to code. But instead of creating a visual movie, she would just um, layer and sequence sounds to create um, a very be- beautiful audio movie. Um, so she became a composer ultimately to see the end result of her work today and really show that to, to everybody that, that this is something that can be done as well as teach a kid coding but then also maintain the integrity of what we're trying to, to teach them was, was, was pretty um, uh, amazing and, and gratifying for us. Yeah, it's wonderful. And um, I think to take us out, we're going to get you guys to do a quick plug for your program and then we're going to play the audio from Addison's project because I think it really does communicate and it has such a clear you know beginning middle and end there's goals there's teamwork and there's sort of like the the moment of Fiero when you succeed something so it's kind of got like everything that you want out of out of a story and even out of an interactive experience where there's this whole room full of people that are all experiencing it at the same time and maybe they didn't even think about that that this is going to be in a theater with a hundred people watching it but it happened and you you could you could sort of like hear the the laughter and this this collective like gasping of breath when when people were you know like I th- I think you know uh, Bethany standing over here she was one of the judges I I feel like you got a little choked up at one point I did because music is my passion and I just saw a wall just get pummeled through by Kyle and Sarah and Addison and her family. Um, to see the teamwork to showcase a girl who could be look at, looked at as disabled, and now she's just looked at as a really creative, talented, smart little girl, really touched me and wants me to take that further in my own destiny. I want to be part of her destiny and your destiny. So whatever comes out of this, it really excited me and moved me to tears. It did. I think we 
all want to be part of Addison's destiny because I think we all see that she's going to be something really special. And But I think her story highlights the fact that every single one of these students came to the table with, um, with something different. You know, whether they were lower-income students or they came from traditional families, they all came to the table with something in their past and inside themselves and unique circumstances and challenging circumstances, and they all really learned to function and work together. And, you know, that's really another part of our program is we hear from employers these days that people don't know how to work together, and we're really trying to build in those collaboration and co-working skills and not leaving your fellow classmate behind, that everybody's in it together, and you need to move your projects forward together. Great. So, Kyle, tell us, how, how can we get more information about Source Code Before 6? You can go online to www.sourcecodeb46.com, and B46 is it's alphameric, so it's Bravo 46, which means B46 great. So, sourcecodeb46.com. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, just the same Source Code Before 6, or Twitter, or even email me. I mean, you just put a, a Kyle at sourcecode. Uh, before6.com, you can email me. So this program is in Orlando right now. Do you guys think it'll expand beyond uh, this this area anytime yeah. soon? Yeah, actually, I, you know, we're doing a talk over at uh, FETC, which is a Florida Education Technology Conference attended by eight ten thousand education professionals, and um, I'm doing a talk over there about creating and implementing um, sustainable software coding programs in K-12 this Thursday, but then also um, I've been invited to come out to California and to speak to a group of 19 superintendents to talk about uh, creating these kind of programs in schools. So, you know, it's my anticipation that, that, that what we're doing here is good and that it'll definitely spread. But, you know, I mean, we're a scrappy startup and we're, you know, we're just trying to move it forward and, we, you know, I can't give you like the clear picture on how we, we grow, but I do see growth in our future. Well, that's amazing. And uh, to take us out, we're going to play the audio from Addison's project, which was called The Very Hard Assignment. The story takes place in an elementary school. We start off in a very long, echoey hallway. Hi, Josh. Hi, Jackie. Hey, Josh. I'm going to class. Wanna come with me? We're almost there. I will both to walk with you the rest of the way. Oh, Josh and Jackie are here. Let me go get the door. Hey kids, welcome to class. Come on in. Unpack your backpacks and we'll get started. Alright, listen up. I need your attention. Alright kids, we have to talk about your new assignment. Class, we have a diorama to do. A diorama is a miniature scene in a box. For example, a shoebox turn on its side that makes a 3D model of a scene rather than a flat picture. It needs to have miniature figures of people or animals or objects to help you paint your picture. It also has to have a painted or photographic background. Your scenes can be about anything you want. It can be fact or fiction. You must include a report describing your scene that is at least 10 sentences long. Here are some examples. It could be about a spaceship flying through space, or a memory of something your favorite pet did, or going to the science center, or of you at the dojo taking karate lessons. You guys can choose to work in groups or work alone. And the assignment is due in only two weeks. Please make sure it's done on time. The kids are both thinking to themselves, that's a lot of work to do in only two weeks, but I want to try 
start to do it all by myself anyway. All right, class. That's it for today. Time to go home. The kids are now both in their own houses working alone. Josh looks at the clock and says to himself, Oh man, it's time to bed and I didn't get anywhere with my project. Then Jackie looks at her clock and says to herself, Uh, it's the end of the day and I've got nowhere. Maybe I'll get some work done tomorrow. Okay, class, it's time to start the school day. It's the end of another day. I hope you have all started working on your dioramas. The kids are back at their own houses trying again to work on their project. Shoot, another day has gone by and I still haven't gotten anywhere. Then we see Jackie at her house looking equally as frustrated because she hasn't gotten anywhere either. The week goes by just the same way and they still are having a lot of difficulties with their project. Now it is a new week and the kids are back at school on Monday morning. What's up, Josh? Hey again, Jackie. How are you doing on your diorama? I'm not getting anywhere. Miss Susan was right about us working in a group. Yeah, let's try working together this week. Maybe, then maybe we'll get somewhere. Yeah, I win. So the kids went to Jackie's house after school and started working together on their project. I was thinking about doing my diorama about my trip to Monkey Joe. What were you thinking? I was thinking about doing mine about my favorite party. So what if we compromise and make it about your favorite party at Monkey Joe's. Yeah, that's a wonderful idea. Let's get to work. One of my doll houses has a toy slide and a miniature bathhouse. Great, I have a toy Monkey Joe we could use, and I have a shoebox for my new shoes. Cool, and let's print out a picture of the concert where you turn in your ticket for prizes, we can use that for our background. So the kids worked together Monday through Thursday to be sure they finished their project on time. And now they are back at school on Friday and they are talking to Miss Susan about how they got their project finished. Here Miss Susan, we finished our diorama on time. We were having trouble working by ourselves, so we got together and we got it done. Well, kids, I actually knew that working alone would be hard, and working together really does help you get things done faster when you have something really hard to do. The end. On behalf of Kyle, Sarah, the other judges, the teachers, and the parents, I invite you to check out sourcecodeb46.com for all of the films and more information about how Kyle and his team are bringing this education to students in Central Florida and hopefully soon the rest of the world. I've been your host, Ryan Price, for the Bringing Art and Technology Together podcast. 
please do check out our website, battideas.com. That's Bat Ideas. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher, and never lose your passion.